Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pandora Theater. I'm Clint Chaffer. And I'm Chad Weeks, and we're a couple guys who like movies and like to talk about movies. Last week, we watched the movie Wonder Woman 1984. And I put Wonder Woman 1984 just above Green Lantern. Yeah. Alex Current, he gave us a call out on the, the comments and said that he actually put Green Lantern above <laughs> Wonder Woman 1984. A harsher critic yet. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't agree with that. I gotta, I gotta put it up here a little bit higher, but to each their own. Clint? What are we going to watch this week? Well, hey, before we jump to what we're going to watch, I just want to ask everybody out there, if you like this video, be sure to like the video. And we ask you to subscribe and ring the bell to get notified each and every time that we post out new content. Also, we're also available everywhere that you listen to podcasts. So with that, we're actually going to focus this week on a variety of movies and really focus around the music that made the movies, starting with Cameron Crowe's Almost Famous. So grab your popcorn. Fill up your drinks and enjoy the show. Hey, welcome back, everyone. We just got done watching Cameron Crowe's Almost Famous. What was your thoughts, Chad? Uh, it's simple on this one, Clint. That one's it's one of the top movies of all time, in my opinion. Uh, one of my one of my personal favorites, at least. Uh, I think we actually looked it up, and on IMDb list, it was like 484, something like that. I would but, definitely put it a lot higher than that. I have, I loved this movie. Absolutely. Well, they got to give so much homage to those old movies from 1945 that yeah. nobody's alive today has seen. But, uh, but yeah, I, I absolutely loved it. I think it was great. Um, I think the cast was phenomenal. We talked about a lot of uh, actors at the time, because this movie was released in 2000. Um, a lot of the actors at the time weren't that big a name but now i've gone on to have a pretty great career and you may know them from uh, you know yeah. from other the the actors alone uh just impressed me on this movie uh you have uh kate hudson you know anna paquin which uh which i again i wasn't expecting to see her in this yeah. movie um you have the 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 actor the actress off of uh the water boy or yep, the craft the craft, the craft. there yep. you go we don't know her name but we can put her up yeah here. we can put yeah we can put her <laughs> name up here uh, and then even like randomly, Jimmy Fallon is in this. Uh, he had to still be like a SNL scriptwriter at this point. I would in time. sure think so. Uh, and maybe he had something to do with that. I don't know because he was a he, kind of a com comedic relief in a lot of ways. Yeah. There. Uh, also, we had uh, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Fantastic, uh, fantastic actor. Probably my favorite character in the movie, by the way. He was definitely a very great character. Uh, Frances McDormand also had a great character, though, uh, being the overbearing mom. Mm -hmm. I feel like she did a great job with that. She did, and and it was funny how she carried that through from the very beginning. I mean, just like really the the opening scene, right? Yeah. I mean, she she had that overbearing kind of mother thing, uh, and then all the way to the very end, you know. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was just she did a the fantastic star. Of the, job. the star of the show was probably one of the Billy Crudup. I think it's, I don't know if that's how you pronounce the name Crudup Crudup. Uh, we, we're not talking about him much, but he did a great job as well. Um, and Frances McDormand actually intimidated him a lot. I feel like she brought a lot to, like, brought a lot of change in his character. You can see him being more flamboyant when he's talking to her. The next thing you know, you know, he's he he breaks her down, he's freaking <laughs> her out, man. Well, the other one too, uh, which I thought was fantastic, and I think we just meet, need more of him in a lot of movies, which is uh, Jason Lee. Jason I, Lee, can you put Jason Lee in a movie and not love it, like? It's it's great because uh, I mean you can go back to like Clerks and and all sorts of the, you know different movies that he's been in, but he can play such a great comedy role. Yeah. But he's also a pretty serious actor as well. Correct. I think that's what he does best is he's playing a serious role, but he's also 
Also pretty comedic in, throughout the entirety of it. So, yeah, I totally agree. You're not mentioning Zoe Deschanel, though. Oh, yeah. I've, I completely forgot. Uh, I she We talked about this. I don't think she's aged. No. Like, she looks all. like <laughs> about the same, yeah. you know, on a movie that was made in 2000, and here we are 21 years later, and she looks like she's the same. Yep. I can't remember what the movie that uh, my wife and I just watched not long ago, but uh, it's like her her voice and her acting, you just absolutely adore Zoe Deschanel. Like, she's, absolutely. I want to be friends with her. Yeah. her <laughs> she does have that unique voice, yeah. right? Very, I don't know, friendly or cute voice that uh, that she has that, uh, that, I don't know, I think yeah. it's uh, it's just it's just cool that that's what she brings. You absolutely. Know, so. Absolutely. Uh, one of the things that we, we need to discuss, uh, which will lead into a couple more topics, is the music in this movie. And I feel like the move the music is what really sets this movie apart, and I think it gives you chills. It gives you that feeling, uh, brings it all together uh, in a few different ways. I think that just the just them singing together, you know, like uh, when they're doing the warm up with uh, "Get on My Back" for a piggyback yeah, yeah, yeah. ride as they're as they're kind of pre. Which we should start doing that for the podcast. We should just start <laughs> huddling up and doing that. That's our new intro. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, there, there you, you go. go. Um, same thing with uh, with their music, the Stillwater. Music and stuff like that, which we found out Stillwater was a real band. Yeah, an actual band. Yeah, so the music from there was actually Stillwater, which I had no clue about that. I thought that was just a complete. Which which is funny, just kind of a side note. They, I mean, Stillwater's real. The people in Stillwater were real. Yet at the end of the movie, it's like all characters are fictional. Yeah, they're like this is based off of Penny Lane, (laughs) but not Penny Lane or something like that. like okay well then but why do you have the same characters and yeah it doesn't make any sense to me but but talking about the the music you know i mean this was of course during an era where you know basically the birth of rock and actually i shouldn't say the birth of rock and roll that would have been a little earlier is probably closer towards to quote to quote uh lester bangs it was it was the end of rock it was the end of rock and roll the death rattle as he called it (laughs) but i mean it's 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 an important time in music's history right i mean they had uh, Black Sabbath, they talked about yep. David Bowie, they talked about, you know, all these different, different, huge name, you know, oh, artists yeah. that are, uh, that are out there now. Absolutely. Um, and I think that one of the, the key elements of this movie, uh, for me, I didn't grow up with Elton John uh, so much. I, I heard him, you know, I, I, nope. I remember listening to Crocodile Rock and uh, a f- few others, but I didn't really know Elton John. So the first time I heard this movie or watched this movie was, um, probably the first time that I'd heard Tiny Dancer. I mean, not the first time yeah. I'd heard it. You know what I mean? Yeah, not, yeah, But the first time I first really time heard you, it. Yeah, yeah, Because you hear music all the time, and you just listen to it, uh, but you don't actually listen to it. Uh, and I don't know how else to put that, but I'm sure you understand. Um, however, that scene right there, where they're – it reminds me of uh, Avengers. So, so the scene you're talking about is they're in their tour bus. Correct. They've all been fighting, yep. right? I mean, this just is like a, a typical huge, band story. Yeah, typical band story. They're driving down the road. Tiny Dancer comes on, and just almost like one at a time, everybody on the bus starts singing along. Yep, starts right? with a, with a drummer just hitting the, yep. the his sticks on his shoes. And like I said, it reminds me of that that scene in uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron where they, uh, after the the uh, the Hulk goes berserk and he says, "We took a hit." And I feel like that's what they could be yeah. saying right there. They're all really downtrodden and they're all sad. And it's just like we took a hit la- last night. Our, our, lead, our lead guitarist ran off on us. And then next thing you know, they start playing that song. And next thing you know, they're all playing. They're all singing together. The music brings them together. And, and that, that, that was a, a moment within their, uh, in, in, again, the music that made the movies, right? Yep. Uh, that, that scene alone just 
elevated that movie for me, right? Because it's like chills on your, you know, down down your spine. I mean, it was just a, a really cool, just feel good moment at that point in time, yep. right? And they could have picked any songs, but that was I, I don't I couldn't imagine it if it was any other song than, than that one. I, I don't know what you would even I couldn't even tell you what I would uh, replace it with. Well, yeah, you can't have too upbeat of a hard rock song right no. i mean it wouldn't have fit the tune you don't want to have like a sad sappy song nope. either but like tiny dancer fits in that really unique little spot absolutely that it kind of hits on all those absolutely so. also do you have any idea what tiny dancer is about no i i really I have, have no no, clue. no absolutely no clue i've tried to listen to the lyrics many times and trying to figure it out but like they talk about a pirate smile i don't know what a pirate smile is or i don't know maybe a little smirk i, I don't know maybe i don't Guess. know handing yeah. tickets out for for gone or forgot i don't know what the lyrics on that one either but yeah, so it sounds like you still haven't heard I have it. No, so <laughs> I've heard it. I just don't know what any of that means. I don't know what it's they're talking about at all. So I've you've li- heard it, and you've heard it, but you really haven't heard exactly. it. Exactly. It makes me feel great when I listen to it, though. <laughs> no, th- there was a, a lot of music, though, that was being played throughout this entire movie, which uh, which is great, right? We talk about how soundtracks make it. Talking back to, like, Wonder Woman 1984 that was our complaint right was Correct. that there wasn't a lot of there wasn't that music factor to it what would be just to to jump on to another another movie here what would be another movie that you would put that song or had a soundtrack or whatever I mean what what's that what's that movie that jumps out at yeah you? so not necessarily the soundtrack but just the move or the the, the songs in general uh I, I gotta think of Top Gun Oh yeah. I, yeah. I if you if you think about Top Gun, um, Top Gun with, I mean, it starts off with uh, Danger Zone, right? Uh, and it's got it's just it's. I watched it when I was probably a teenager. Danger Zone. Yeah. So That's my Archer call out yeah, right there. Yeah. Got a, yeah. Archer's <laughs> great. Um, but but you, it's it's jets getting fired up and it's so cool. It's like early in the morning or maybe it's late. It's maybe it's the evening. I don't know. But regardless, they're getting ready to go out and do some really cool stuff and in some jets and that. And then they got that just slowly playing until it picks up when they take off the the landing. Um, D- Danger Zone is one of those like it ranks up there with like uh, Rocky's Eye of the Tiger, right? Like yes. one of those that can like get you pumped up. And yes. it's like if I'm gonna go into we're doing a kickball tournament or something, Correct. turn one of those two on, and I'm ready to kick the ball as hard as I can. Right? Correct, and that's like, a perfect example too. Rocky, right there. Yeah, Rocky with the the. I mean, if if uh, if uh, Apollo Creed hadn't played Eye of the Tiger for Rocky. Where would we be, we'd be right now? Yeah. You know? Uh, would have been a two-part series. But um, it, And also it has the slow parts of, of Top Gun. It has, it has Berlin singing uh, Take My Breath Away. Fantastic, yeah. That, and that's a, that's even like a good uh, – that's one of those moments in the movie, you know what I mean, yeah. that, that really puts a lot of focus on yeah. that song, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, What about even- uh, the Righteous Brothers? <laughs> yes. Yes, the Righteous Brothers. Yeah, that's right? a but th- that that's a perfect example of like going back to uh, almost famous because it's it's a lot like that, isn't it? Like the, it's not the actual be played. It's more of a karaoke style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not like it's just even playing in the background. That's a well, great great call out. Another one, not to st- stick on Top Gun the whole time, but Great Balls of Fire when he's sitting there oh, yeah, hitting yeah. the hitting the old uh, the old ivories over there. So. Yeah, again, uh, and then they actually do play the song afterwards, don't they? Yeah. But, that's, but that is a really cool scene right there with just his kid yeah. up there playing that. And uh, yeah, uh, I love the line too. Take, hey Goose, you big stud. <laughs> Take me home or lose me forever. Right? Show me the way home, honey. Uh, yeah, great call out. Uh, they, they, even the even the the we're going really into Top Gun here. Have you seen the second one? 
No, it's not out yet. Oh, it's not. It's, it didn't come out yet. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Wasn't it supposed to come out like a year or two ago? Yeah, we've had the COVID. So oh, okay. Yeah, so it was supposed, to be, right. supposed to be out like, I think it was this this past fall, but everything's delayed. So it'll probably be out 2021 okay. fall. But yeah. I thought I was just behind because I haven't seen it, yeah, which I, obviously. I, oh, man. I can't remember who the, the new. They're bringing in somebody that's going to be. It's, it's not going to have uh, Val Kilmer, um, but it's going. Well, maybe, maybe it will, but it's going to have. Uh, oh, there'll be a cameo. Oh, I'm gotta sure. Be. There's got to be, right? Yeah. But there's, they're going to have a really cool. Uh, assist, uh, a co-star for Tom Cruise yeah. in this, but I don't remember who it was, but it's going to be great. It's probably not Goose. I don't think Goose is making a comeback. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to say I got to jump into yeah. to my movie that I think is uh, at the top of my list for music. Um, now, it's probably easy for me to say it would be like Guardians of the Galaxy, but it, it's, it's actually not. And yeah. I want to talk I about that I expected you one. to say Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I know, but it's, it's actually not my number one for, uh, for soundtrack. Uh, it's Forrest Gump. Yeah. Forrest Gump yeah. to oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I had the two CD set. For any of you out there that is, you know, as old or older than I am, the, the two-disc CD set, they had the, the blue one and the red one. And, uh, and essentially the, the greatest part about the Forrest Gump soundtrack is it was, it, it takes you through time, right? So it's yeah. like starts in the, I don't know, the, the fifties or whatever. And you hear, you know, like Hound Dog by, by oh, Elvis, yeah, you, do, yeah. you know, That's and then it, then it rolls into like some Bob Dylan in the, in the middle. And then you're in like Fleetwood Mac and, and, you know, yeah. you start getting into that late seventies yeah, and the, Sweet Home Alabama. Is, the music is that I there. remember in that movie uh, is Jenny when she's getting ready to commit suicide. She's she's uh, getting ready to jump out that window, and they play that Leonard Skinner song. Yep. Uh, I can't even think what the song is right now, but but they start playing that song, and it's in the it's right at the part where the, it's the guitar solo. So it's sim- uh, Simple Man, right? No, it can't be. I don't think no, that was, I wasn't on the soundtrack. No, yeah. it was uh, this song. Uh, man. <laughs> this one right yeah, here. Yeah, but they, but they're they're ramping up the the the, the guitar solo there, and it's uh, it's it, it's a really cool scene. I just, you just feel it mounting. I just thought they did a great job of again taking you through the decades, right? Totally. And agree. and that that was what the reason why I say that separates it apart a little bit. Well, and the story you know helped that out as well. But like a, a Guardians of the Galaxy yep. per se, uh, lots of great music. But it, it was just great music in the in yeah. the movie, right? Correct. I mean, it didn't. It's not like it's telling the story, you know. Correct. So. Correct. You know who I think of when I think of uh, uh, Forrest Gump? Brian Boak. Oh, I, I, I feel like I, he's been on your your podcast. Uh, uh, he's, yeah. He's he absolutely loves Forrest Gump, and I for some reason, whenever I think of it, I, I, I bet if you asked him right now, he'd say that's the greatest <laughs> movie of all time. And like, so I can't help but think of Forrest or think of Brian when I think of uh, Forrest Gump, but. All right, all right. Regardless, what what song? If I say Guardians of the Galaxy, one or two, <laughs> what? Which that's kind of a trick question. It is, but one or two. What's the song you would think of? Yeah, so you say Guardians of the Galaxy, and I would have uh, I would have had to hesitate there. But uh, if you mentioned two, I think of I think of Brandy, uh, Looking Glass. That song mm. is so good. Um, another another. Um, um, uh, I gotta admit this. I did not hear that song until like right before that movie came out. My my cousin Erica played it for me. Oh, when we were at that that trivia thing. We were at a yeah. trivia night, and uh, she played it. And it's like, man, that is a cool song. And I played it over and over and over again. And then like a few weeks later, I go to see it, and it's the first the song first that comes song. out. Yeah, in Which, Guardians of the Galaxy Two. That is. What is the car he's driving? Because that's actually a really cool car. Oh man, I looked this up. 
I looked this up. Like a Pontiac? No, I think it's a Ford. I think it was a Ford because it looks okay. like a Mustang, but it's not. It's a. It's got T tops though, which is kind of kind of random. Yeah. I remember looking this up afterwards, and I still couldn't tell you. All right, we'll have to we'll have to look that up. Yeah, can we put it up here too? Yeah, we'll put that up here. Yeah. I I look at uh, at Guardians of the Galaxy one. I would look at um, a lot of people. I think would say hooked on a feeling because that's the big prison breakout scene. Yep. You know, I mean, yep. and there's a lot of fun stuff that happens there. Uh, come and get your love, though. To me. Like every time that I hear that now, you know, you throw the old Alexa on a on a random playlist, and all of a sudden when that comes on, I think of of Guardians. Is of the that Galaxy. the one where he's at the beginning where he's singing with the yeah, like grabs into, the creatures and starts yeah, rocking out to them into basically the Guardians of the Galaxy's version of a porg? <laughs> yes, exactly. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Chad's cat. Yeah, my cat's name's Porg because we're weird. <laughs> um, uh, what's another movie that you got? Uh, I'll start with one here. How about Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh, that one actually has some personal attachment to me. So okay. go ahead. Yeah. Go I mean, the, the the natural song is... The uh, the Soggy Bottom Boys, uh, Man of Constant Sorrow. Yeah, I mean, that's the... That that like that made that song, right? Yep, absolutely. Uh, I go to uh, Down to the River and Pray. That song, I think it is it... Is it Allison Krauss? Allison Krauss. Uh, anyway, I got uh, I got baptized in uh, in 2020, and uh, what a year to get baptized, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. In Tanner, Does that even count? I know. I feel like everything's canceled from 2020. <laughs> but it was in Tanner's Pond, just right up the uh, road. I got you. And uh, and anyway, played that song during that uh, that little ceremony. Real so, nice. I didn't yeah. know they played songs during baptism, but I didn't either. But hey, <laughs> they did it mine. I don't know. I'm gonna request Danger Zone. <laughs> Uh, uh, funny story uh, from my end. I actually, uh, I actually heard the Soggy Bottom Boys live. No kid, I didn't. Yes. I didn't even know like they toured. No, I didn't either. So they don't. Uh, just, but Alison Krauss, I saw an Alison Krauss concert in, in Davenport at uh, um, the, the theater up there. Uh, and anyway, Adler, her, huh? The yeah, Adler? the Adler, the Adler yeah. Theater up there. So her band is called Union Station. Yep. And the lead singer for that band was the voice. Of the Soggy Bottom Boys, so when George Clooney is yeah, singing, yeah. they're doing a voice because it's not George Clooney, obviously. Don't don't go on hating George Clooney. I day. <laughs> he actually played a really good role. Yeah, that was a great role. I'm great a dapper, role. I'm a dapper Dan man. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, the first time I heard that song was uh, my dad made me. He's like, "Hey, you got you got to listen to this song." It just it was on a, on a VHS. He for, fast forwarded to that point, made me watch that song right there. It was kind of cool, but funny funny thing about that song. Uh, I tried to carry. Uh, so I, I've been known to do to dabble in the art of karaoke. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I've actually tried to uh, sing that, but the uh, the rhythm is like basically on like a uh, I don't know if it's like a bluegrass kind of rhythm, it and it's really yeah. hard to yeah. to keep timing with for me. I'm just uh, I couldn't imagine. I, f- I feel like you could do the first line, the ha, and then after that. It- that's tough. Yeah, and it kind of like switches in the middle too. So like, yeah, that was a that was a tough one. I can yeah. say I cannot uh, cannot keep timing with bluegrass. Well, so. if you ever if you're ever in a chant or in a, the mood for a really good bluegrass band, go see Allison Krauss and Union Station because you'll get to hear that song and they, they sing. They, they're great. It's really chill. It's a really great. Concert. I'm a, I'm a big Allison Krauss fan. Oh yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah. Very like different. It. Very uh, very original sound to her. So. I'm going to jump to another movie here. And this, this really goes back to like my childhood. I'll have to look up what year this is, but okay. uh, it's going to be Robin hood, Prince of the uh, Prince of thieves with uh, Kevin Costner. Yes. Uh, still today. One of like, I love that film. 
Like, yeah. I oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely love that absolutely. film. And, uh, I mean, it's Robin Hood. How do you not love yeah. that story? But yeah. he, I thought he just, like, there hasn't been another Robin Hood since. Like, not, not a good one. Not like him. Not a good one. And, uh, and it's uh, Brian Adams, Everything I Do, I Do It For You. That song, I'm going to say, Chad, we were probably, I'm going to guess, and I'm going to say we were in fourth or fifth grade. Yeah. And I just remember listening to that song and just absolutely loving it. Another another callback. Do you remember Do you remember when we were wait, waiting on uh, Douglas, Greg Douglas, our buddy? Uh, he was supposed to come over to your house. We were going to, I don't know, watch a wrestling event or something like that. <laughs> probably. <laughs> and uh, and we called, we left a, a message on his, his answer machine, his parents' answer machine, because we were like 16 years old, whatever. <laughs> they didn't have cell phones. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and, and we called and he didn't answer. So we just started singing that song. I don't know why it was that song. <laughs> it was probably because I loved that song. Yeah, absolutely. And it was just something. We sang that whole song there to him. And so Buzz and, uh, Buzz and Sandy, probably the only ones that actually heard it. I doubt he even. So we, we filled up that entire little cassette yeah, tape that, exactly. that are in those answering Nobody machines. Nobody else could leave a message for him. I bet they were cussing us when they got home. Hey, at least we knew how to say answering machine this time, unlike episode one. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah it's exactly. We've got practice now. We're yeah. going back. Uh, What's your next one? Uh, my next one probably uh, the bodyguard. Okay, so oh yeah, well Whitney. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I don't. It's not like it's a it's a real powerful soundtrack, but I feel like that one song was enough to make it. Uh, like I mean, that one song made it. Uh, it was uh, Whitney Houston's uh, "I Will Always Love You," originally by Dolly Parton. And you know Dolly Parton? She wrote that song, and it got a lot more popular with Whitney Houston and the Bodyguard and that sort of thing. She said she was not. She's like she loved the fact that Whitney covered it because. And she loves that she got all that because she made a ton of money. She's oh, like, that's where imagine, most of her yeah. money came from. Is, yeah. is that song? So yeah, songwriters, yeah, that's yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. And and I feel like I feel like that movie's great in a lot of different ways. But when that when that song hits, man, that is cool. Like you feel something there. Well, and I would say, I mean, just because you brought it up, uh, I think that right now you should try to hit that high note. We did no. We 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 made a rule early on that there are no impersonations. So. <laughs> Now, now, hold on. Here's the other funny thing is, and I, I, I we didn't plan this out, so, but it, uh, do you realize that we just went back to back Kevin Costner movies? We did, we did. Did did Waterworld have a good soundtrack? Oh, I bet it did. <laughs> I bet it did. We uh, just go three for three here. Honestly, I could do. Uh, we could do a whole podcast off of off of Kevin Costner movies too, because I love me some Kevin Costner. Oh, hands Sports down. movies like those. Are, uh, we don't want to go off on that one. I just but. watched Field of Dreams for the first time last year. Jeez, I know. How, how do you survive like this? What do you do? Like, how do you not? How am I on a movie review podcast? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I had that. I had the Field of Dreams uh, VHS that we got from McDonald's back in the day. Like it was like a five dollar wow. McDonald's whatever. I don't know. But uh, yeah, that, uh, what, what's another? One? What else you got? So you, you'd have to go back into like uh, the the '80s, right? Yep. I mean, a lot of the '80s movies. Uh, I think of uh, what's the one where. Uh, he holds the, the the stereo up. Uh, why am I not? Oh, why, why am uh, I, I can't think say of, anything. John yes, Cusack. John Cusack, right? Like that's yeah. I can't remember any of the songs from that. That I don't remember what he's playing. What's he playing there? I, I it's I'm struggling. If I heard it, I'd know it though. Yeah. But it's it that, like that has been not only that movie, but it's also then be that, been remade. That was like, a John Hughes movie, right? I think that was a John yeah. Hughes movie. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, another John Hughes movie, uh, uh, The Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah. Breakfast Club. With, again, yes, with yeah. uh, Simple Minds, uh, Don't You Forget About Me. Which Don't you. That, that's a great movie, too. Great soundtrack. Uh, what, are they, what are they playing when they're dancing? And 
Oh, I don't know. You know what's funny? Now that you said John Hughes, uh, it just jogged my memory here, and we're sitting here talking about yeah. great soundtracks. Uh, one of the best soundtracks lately, of late, and I'm going to put my stamp on this, and it's actually one of my absolute favorite movies. I'll bet you I've seen it 10 times at this point in time. That's no joke. It's late. We just got done watching it. It's on HBO Max as well, and that is Ready Player One. Oh, yeah. And that, the music on Ready Player One, plus when you get a couple video game junkies like Chad and I, yeah. all the Easter eggs that are in How that movie. How many times did you pause that movie? Oh, pause, rewind, yeah. pause, rewind. Yeah. I mean, tons of time. Yes. I mean, and it's great because now, like, my boy watches it, and he's catching these Easter eggs. Yep, so I, I, I'm going to be that guy. Um, I read the book on that one. So I read the book before I watched the movie, and the book is the same thing but it is much different it's a fantastic movie let's just go there and the soundtrack is fantastic the soundtrack is fantastic um i can't think of anything any uh any of the sounds off of that one though i can't think of any of the single song off that movie oh yeah the 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 first song is like that like 80s vibe to it yeah Yeah. i can't anyway yeah shouldn't even call that out because now we can't think of anything yeah that's all right yeah exactly um they're actually making a uh a second book too. I got my wife got that for me for Christmas, so I got to read that one. That's fantastic. I will watch that. So yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, another one, uh, Back to the Future. So how much do you remember about Back to the Future? So so I would go if I thought about music in Back to the Future. Isn't it? Uh, isn't it when he's playing guitar, playing Chuck Berry? Yeah, right. Yeah, like yeah. That that would yeah, be Johnny. Be good. Yeah, Johnny. Be good. That yes. would be the song that would that would hit my mind if you if you yep. say Back to the Future. Okay, so I, when I think of it, I think of. Uh, Huey Lewis in the news because he's at that time he's trying to play in the band uh, or play in the dance that night um, and he's auditioning actually the people that are he's auditioning for are is Huey Lewis in the news but they play that song back to back in time throughout the it's kind of like the you know, they did they did theme songs back then so it was kind of like yeah. a theme song for the movie you know as, as the the other thing too and this is like where I start getting into like gray areas though on like. Is it the the music that made the movie, or was the music just part of the mu- movie, right? Because yeah. I think of like uh, what was the uh, uh, the latest one about Queen? Oh yeah, um, uh, it's uh, Freddie Mercury. Uh, the story of it's one of his songs. Yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody. Song. Yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yep. Uh, that movie I look at uh, made me realize how many Queen so- songs that I absolutely love. Right, yeah. like it's like I have a few that I've that I've always known, uh, but to, it's like there's a ton of them in there that it's like holy cow, I forgot that this is yeah, this is that. Exactly. Same thing with uh, Elton John's uh, movie yeah, that yeah. Uh, Rocket Man. Yep. Which yep, was another you, one, which was fantastic. You go so. through that one, and as you're watching it, you're like, "Like, man, I forgot how much I love that song," and so on and so forth. Same thing with with uh, with Queen. Uh, I actually had a, uh, I my my mom and dad had a bet going on that I after that movie came out, I, I officially told my dad, "Like, you win," because it was always they had a bet when they were, I think it's probably when they first started dating or whatever that it was who was going to have the better career going forward, Rod Stewart or Queen. My dad was a big Queen fan. And uh, my mom, Rod Stewart, and I mean, I, I just—it's Queen. Like it, you, they're not making a Rod Stewart movie anytime soon. Sorry, mom. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow, I, just, I, I don't like to side against my mom on anything. Say, just proving your mom wrong I, I on a podcast, I man. Yeah, I hate to do it. I, I do. I really do. But I just got to. I think I actually told her that. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, it is. Uh, there's facts, man. Yeah. Sometimes exact, you just gotta stick with the facts. Exactly. When they come out with a Rod Stewart movie, I will retract my statement and we'll be back at status quo. Could but. you imagine if? 
if Freddie Mercury didn't pass away, though? Like, just like the career that could have been, maybe? He, like, even more? Yeah, because he, he, he died at the peak of his career. He already had a ton of hits. I wonder that sort of thing with a lot of uh, a lot of act or a lot of singers. If they would have continued to perform, would they have still had that same? You know, Kurt Cobain would he still be this high? I mean, like his stuff was great. Don't get me wrong, and don't don't attack me on this one. I'm just saying, like, if he hadn't died, post you know posthumously, is he yeah. revered so much higher because of that or there, not? There's some of that. There's the the early death. That's the uh, lack of better words. James that's Joplin. that's the luster of their career. Right? Is yeah. is 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 part of that 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 goes around with that. But uh, it's always interesting to say, like, you know. Could they have kept going? Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, what would have happened? Or do they stop like every other band and then pick up when they're like sixty, like I, the I like Mick Im- Jagger and the Rolling Stones? Right? <laughs> Correct. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine uh, Nirvana stopping just because you still got the Foo Fighters who are out there just oh, killing it right yeah. now. So like, yeah. but regardless, yeah. um, another one I got to mention is Dazed and Confused. Oh yeah, that's a fantastic movie in general. Yeah, it's but. just a great movie. It's very quotable. Um, we. <laughs> I, every time I watch it, I feel like I get more of an appreciation for it. And I want to talk about a, a, a killer cast. That's probably got the best cast out of any movie ever. That is a fantastic... It, it's really interesting, actually, as you bring that up, the similarities between that movie and Almost Famous. There's a ton of crossover there, right? Oh, like, yeah, as absolutely. far as for absolutely. just the how they talk, uh, some yeah. of the probably things that wouldn't fly in today's world Correct. by any means like it's just it's pretty interesting how those two do overlap well that well days and confused was i think that was a graduating class of 19 was it 76 i think it was right. 76 so it'd be like right real close to that same exactly frame, and yeah. so 73 was when uh, almost famous was 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 set so yeah it'd be the same same type of stuff oh. same same music just we do like to throw out easter eggs yeah but a little easter egg of almost famous just because we're throwing dates out I loved how they referenced in 11 years it'll be 1984 and it'll all be over. And that's when Stillwater in real life quit. That's the thing? Yeah, that's the thing. They went from 73 to 84. I didn't I I, <laughs> I know they I remember them saying that. I thought it was just him, you know, no, he, was, he was stoned. I thought so like, too. 11 years is going to be 1984, man. And it's like, okay. <laughs> great. Yeah, no, it's it's when Stillwater actually quit. Wow, so that's that's Yeah, the it was a sweet little uh sweet little Easter egg sitting there. That's so awesome. I had to look that up. That was a little research I did. So. That's that's great. That's a great uh great Easter egg. Dazed and confused. And this is where actually this is what uh this is what almost famous was lacking. Now we 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 complained about the lack of music and Wonder Woman. Yeah. I am going to complain about the lack of 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 cars oh yeah in almost famous now they had a camaro and they had all the volkswagen vans they had yeah. way a ton of volkswagen vans yeah. but they didn't have the cars like no. like like uh, no, days to confuse no they didn't have the trans ams yeah and the, uh, like all everything every car in there was a hot it was a what that gto judge oh was that was that pick's car pick's car was oh. a gto judge yeah, man, the cars in that movie were were incredible do you feel who was the who's the actor that plays russell in this movie do you know his name billy credit okay so i feel like you literally could swap out him and matthew mcconaughey <laughs> and you <laughs> yeah. could have had the exact same movie yeah yeah i totally agree that would be a great one they, they had the same pull him right out of same days hair. to confused yeah and just throw him into almost famous and I, it's the same movie i always thought that he looked like vigo mortensen i think for a long time i thought that it was vigo mortensen playing in almost famous but yeah you're right uh we could we could put matthew mcconaughey in there yeah. 
And then I feel obliged to that we have to do the all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Well, hey, with that, I just want to say to everybody out there that's, uh, that's still watching and or listening, uh, thank you for, for joining us here. I want to ask you all to, uh, to subscribe if you like this. Hit the like button if you like it. Make sure you're ringing the bell to get notified each and every time that uh, Chad and I put out uh, new content here. And uh, I just want to say thank you for, uh, for joining the, the Pandora Theater. I want to do a couple call-outs, too. First off, I'd like to call out uh, my buddy Dino. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the movie Almost Famous. If you have, we want to know which team you'd be on, Team Russell or Team Jeff. Okay? If you're looking at Almost Famous, are you Team, team Russell or Team Jeff? I'm going Team Jeff. Team Jeff. Well, I yeah, am. Jason Lee. It's uh, Jason Lee. I'm going I'm to go, go Team Russell. So uh, we'll, see, we'll see where Dino w- weighs in on this. Uh, I'd also like to have uh, Tab Bomber. Tab, you've been doing these uh, these movie madness brackets, and I'd like to see one done with our our movies we talked about here. Soundtracks, yeah, soundtracks, yeah. Not, not even necessarily soundtracks, but music, music yeah, yeah. that made made the movie. So uh, I, I want to see where Titanic lies. I want to see where where Dazed and Confused, and uh, you know Shrek. We didn't talk about Shrek or or uh, oh, I had another one. There's been a Space Jam. I want to throw a Space cool. Jam out there. All right. Space Jam two coming to a theater near you. <laughs> sure <laughs> it is lebron Yay. james starring in it you know, okay not, not yeah. excited about that yeah no no okay no charles barkley was in that movie so you know naturally you'll be excited yeah. so well he was in the first one anyway so right right yeah yeah well hey, hey with that the credits are rolling lights are coming on that's the end of the show <laughs>